The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern area. I'm your babyest brother, Griffin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. Are you ready for some football? Hey, guys, it's me. It's, it's, uh. Football it's... Bobcat Goldthwait? <laughs> no, mine. It's me. It's, uh, it's Bo Safis. Hank Williams, uh, Hank, Hank Williams Jr. Hank Williams Jr. It's me, Hank Williams Jr. Hank Williams, quote, Bo Safis Jr. Bo Safis Jr. Henry to my friends. Oh, you read it? How many many names do you have? I'm very worried about you, uh, Mr. Williams. You sound like you are coming down with something. Have you been inhaling sulfur? I am coming down with something. I'm coming down with football fever. Is it? I ain't ready for some football. Is it now? It's going to be a party. Mr. Williams, could you explain to Justin that he still has to record an hour-long show after this? (laughs) He shouldn't fry his voice if you were doing anything. uh, Listen, it's Super Bowl, Sonny. Let me sing my fucking song. To, are to, you ready for two, three, four? Are you ready for some football? Bocevis, to put this in yeah, yeah. Uh, terms oh, that you can... Oh, just once. Can I get through the fucking song? I just want to warn you that just in football like terminology... Um, this is just like the 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 beginning of the first inning, and you don't want to you don't want right, to blow out okay. your treasure. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Are you ready for some football? It's Why do you sound like pop- animal? You know, I can stop doing the fucking voice a lot quicker if you let me get through my goddamn song once. Just once. 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 Will you get him next time, Gadget? Are you ready for some football? It's gonna be a party! Gotta toss the great iron around. Make wow. sure everybody touches it. Because okay. if all of your players don't touch the ball, then yeah. you're never going to win the game. Yeah. Everybody get it. What, do you, what are we doing for this play, uh, Peyton Manning? Well, I think we're just going to sort of pass the ball around and just sort of hand, make sure everybody gets a hand on it or else the score the score won't count if everybody... Well, that would be... I would say that would be an awesome trick play if they all just formed around the ball, right? Everybody uh-huh. had a hand on it and it was just like a wheel, you know, extending out from the ball. And as people tried to dive, they're just like bouncing off the backs of all the players like we can't even get to the ball we can't do what's it. Peyton yeah. doing and like listen, this is genius listen you guys are having a lot of fun but I, I got an embarrassing confession what? I do not even on a surface level understand the rules of football yeah well the product not even I- <laughs> passing so the answer to are you ready for some football is because I am it's not categorically I'm no. not prepared um, for football whatsoever you know here's a fun fact can I tell you a fun fact please for, for about a, a week while I was writing it, that song had a reference to hitting the net because yeah. uh, my my banjo player was having some fun with me. His name was uh, Dan Joe. Dan Joe. Dan, Dan Joe the banjo player. Dan, okay. Dan Joe player was his was, name. He's, was the I, net in, in reference good man. to He was the, a good uh, man, though. When the kicker warms up, I guess he kicks into a net. Is that what you, it was in reference to? 
I had to let Dan Cho go in the mid 2000s. You got the arthritis. Yeah, you can't. Sorry. Have, what was the have. question? What was your question about the uh, touchdown? Uh, I, I was just wondering how one passes the gridiron route. Well, you just, uh, you know, laces out. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Bocephus. Great. What's up, man? Are you uh, ready? Yeah, man, I wish you had been here last week when we uh, decided that that was going to be our football episode, and that next week we would have to come up with something um, uh, clever and original. But Well, uh, my agent uh, was supposed <laughs> to get me on that one. And he, yeah. he dropped he dropped the ball so bad. My agent is Dan Joe Player. I had to find a place for him in the organization after the arthritis. Did so he, he drop the ball because of the arthritis? He can't type an email worth a goddamn. Man, arthritis <laughs> has really thing. sort of ravaged your life, huh? <laughs> it's been, Arthur- well, that, it is. That ugly disease has really sort of turned your whole career around. <laughs> well, Dan Joe's career, and by extension, mine, he's such a key player. You know, it's a Hank, Hank, be honest with me. Is Dan Joe player your Chris Gaines? Please, Henry, we're friends. <laughs> Wait, you want a more formal name because we're friends? Please, my nickname is for business acquaintances. It's Henronicus, please. Henronicus Bocephus Williams Jr., the junior, the third. Um, Bocephus, thanks for stopping by the show. Sorry that your life is so miserable. That flew uh, by, man. Because this is of the highlight of my week. I can't believe we're done already. I just don't think you deserve uh, the, the plight. That uh, the the hand you've been dealt, but you know, sometimes yeah. that's just how it goes. Well, you gotta know guys... when to hold them, know when to fold them, right? Right, Bocephus? Is that I a football that reference? I don't, I don't understand the. Is there folding? Yes. Can you fold? If you're hit hard enough. If you're hit hard enough, you almost certainly will. Well, listen, guys, this has been real treat. Want to ask everybody to get out to iTunes and get my new CD. Uh, Hank, Hank on Hank, and um, Hank, Hank it's a spoken Hank. word album, I believe. It's a spoken word album where I just recount. It's just stories from the road. Yeah, set a, to music, arthritic, music. arthritic stories. Essentially, is what we're dealing with. Listen, it, I got a roll, but you guys have been so awesome. Country boy can't survive. South's gonna rise again. Okay, you're fading uh, away. It sounds like a little bit. Listen, it's been a great run, everybody. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Are feel, you ready for some football? Feel better. <laughs> Mother night party. And there he goes off into the he sunset. He does know the oh, Super Bowl's yeah. on Sunday, right? Yeah. Travis, will you text Justin and just like make sure that uh, he can stop by for like any part I, of the episode? I'm okay. really afraid that Sorry. Hank Williams killed Justin. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, Hank Williams had me locked up in his, his rock and roll trunk is what he called it. I, what, else was, I, what else was in there? Uh, in there, uh, yeah. Th- okay, this is gonna sound weird, yeah. But it, there was a corpse of a man who looked like an arthritic banjo player, mm-hmm. which sounds weird to me. I don't, I don't know how I knew that. Well, I'll, maybe I'll tell you all about it when you're older. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'll be happy to do that. I'm Justin Macro. I'm the oldest brother. Hi. Did you say it's a show about the modern era and all that stuff? If yeah, I, I did that shit. Are, are, you ready beginning? To, are you ready to start recording? Or yeah, let's um, you know, let's do the count to sync up, and we'll just sort of roll from there. Okay. Hey, everybody! It's just backwards. My brother, my brother, and me. Let's skip the introductions this week. Just get. Let's. I feel froggy. Let's jump right into the advice. Do you feel froggy because you just spoke like fucking Yoda for like six minutes? 
Oh, you mean Hank Williams Jr.? No, I'm a different person from him. But how's your object permanence? Not it's not good. Out? It's it's okay. bad. Yeah, I closed the webcam uh, window in Skype, and then suddenly the two of you didn't exist anymore. I slipped and fell on the ice a few weeks ago and hurt my wrist. Ever since then, it hurts to shake hands with people. My banjo <laughs> career is over. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm a corpse. I'm a corpse in a box. Help. Do you have any recommendations for ways I can avoid shaking hands until it gets better? Without having to tell them the whole story. That's from Shaken Up in Philadelphia. Uh, Why are you afraid to tell people that story? That's not an embarrassing story. I mean, it's if people saw it, it's embarrassing. But that's not like you weren't. You didn't slip and fall on the ice because you were distracted because you were jerking it. I'm assuming it wasn't like you hurt your wrist because you wiped your butt at a weird angle. That would actually uh, be a very embarrassing story. <laughs> Uh, what, what if you did that? What if you were wiping and just, just snap? No, uh, <laughs> not like this. Not again. What do you even do? You can't use the other hand. Could you put on an air cast and wear that everywhere so people go to shake your hand? You just kind of ugh, this thing, and then point to it with your head. You're like ugh, this can't can't shake this. No ugh, you know it's, how it goes. This is one of many many social problems that could be fixed if we. Uh, Americans would just sort of adopt the beautiful practice of of face kissing upon greeting, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or just a light bow. Yeah, just sure. Nice, like, it's twenty fifteen. It's time to start doing things in the Japanese style. You know, that's my jam. Um, so I think I think maybe uh, maybe it's time to fold them when you meet somebody. No, no yeah. need. To oh, die. you gotta know when to hold them, and you gotta know when to fold them. You gotta know when to hold the hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Japanese tradition that you learn if you're in the games industry that when someone hands you a business card or a card yeah. of any sort, you should accept with two hands, and it's a very it's a very big deal. Um, and I you know this. You spend 15 minutes reading it and admiring the lettering. Uh, and then, uh, but last week, I was um, I was uh, purchasing some a carryout order at a local Japanese establishment, and the uh, woman behind the counter took my card with both hands, and I felt so angry that I was not able to put my my one area of cultural literacy to yeah. practice. Like, can you imagine how fucking impressed she would have been if I'd handed it to her with two hands? She would have been like, wow, wow. What did you do? You just sort of like fucking slid it across the table? <laughs> I, no, I, fl- I, I flipped it at her head. <laughs> no, I, I just kind of, you know how you do? Almost embarrassed that you don't have cash. Yeah. Here, this, I'm sorry. I'm the um, worst. I'm the worst. Yeah, bow, I think. Or um salute. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of options. Don't feel like your don't feel like your hands are tied. Because that would no, if probably you, okay, hurt too. I gotta say, if you if someone reaches their extends their hands for a handshake and then you salute, <laughs> they are going to have you in prison. What if you do well, all of could them? Could you just you, could you just say something like, oh, I've been sick, I shouldn't. Like then you don't have to tell the whole story. Let me hit, you don't just shake their hand. Let me hit you with this. They hold out your hand, their hand. They hold they hold out their hand. Mm-hmm. You salute. Then they hold out your hand. Nope. You salute and you bow, and while you're down there, you kiss their hand. <laughs> That's an option. Not like not Listen, like Listen, America's a, a melting pot. Not in like I, the regal sense where you like take it and you kiss the ring or whatever. You just sort of kiss the the top of their extended palm. The problem here is the the conversation that follows. I I would shake, but I fell and hurt my hand and it really hurts to shake so you broke it no i'm just i just kind of ouchied it 
I kind of ouchied it. I stoved it, to use that colloquialism. Mm. I stoved it, kind of an ouchie, and now I can't. Oh, oh when they a- reach out, they'll say, like, no, I shouldn't. I just farted on my hand. No, no I don't well, think that would that's- be, like, a hundred times worse. Just Way to, worse. I, I think I think you'd just be up front and just say that you made a boo-boo nanny while you were walking on the street. <laughs> it's it's. I it's made a fucking, whoopsie daisy. It's uh. it's February. Shit slick out there. People be making boo-boo nannies all the time. Twenty-four-seven boo-boo nannies. I made a boom-boom on the street across from here. <laughs> That's a different again. Thing. Another bad thing. Boo-boo nannies. Is it boom-boom bad. <laughs> Boom Boom means you pooped on the street. <laughs> yeah, you pooped on the street. Made, why aren't you I guys helping me dirt. get? Why aren't you guys helping me get Boo Boo Nanny started? Because <laughs> it sounds I'm like a terrible TLC sh- reality show. I'm trying I'm, to fucking pollinate our listeners' brain fields with Boo Boo Nanny to try and get I, it going for when people make a whoopsie daisy. I was distracted because I was actually filing the trademark paperwork on a Boo Boo Nanny to make sure we I, owned I was it pitching we it to it. I was pitching Boo-boo it to nanny. E. It's a good word. Do you guys want a Yahoo? I need to check boobinani.com super quick, though. Okay. How are you, spe- how are you spelling it? B-O-O-B-O-O-N-A-N-N-Y. Like phonetic? B O O N A N N Y. Okay, imagine this. Honey Boo Boo, right? She needs a babysitter. You get a no, super her- rich woman who's a little bit like she's been tossed out by her parents, so she needs the money because she's never had to get a job before. So she's yeah. the Boo Boo Nanny. Yeah. Uh, that, that young woman's television career is over. Do you guys want a Yahoo, though? Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you do do me one favor really quick and uh, just take your game and then recognize this game from Rachel Sperling? Thank you, sure. Rachel Sperling. Oh, I it's know that Yahoo. game. It's by Yahoo Answers user Steve who asks, uh, if you had the chance to go to Bedrock and live mm-hmm. in a cartoon world but could not come back, would you mm-hmm. do it? Uh, update, and of course, you would be an uh, animated cartoon character as well, maybe a friend of the Flintstones, and maybe not. Well, uh, oh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> All right. What okay. kind of world are you pitching where basically you have to go live in a cartoon caveman era, and also you don't know the Flintstones? So you're not you really know, like, on the, the show. Um, I, it just strikes me that there's so many bitter like animated worlds to want to be a part of like oh the sure that's, what I'm, that's 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 why i proposed this question um i mean let's 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 respect the source material uh with bedrock would i leave my entire life would i leave my wife behind and my house and my cat and my group of friends here in austin to go live in fucking bedrock no to to what Absolutely end not to what end I will say whenever I see the intro and he gets that like giant ass rack of dinosaur ribs to watch the drive-in movie, I always think like I would actually, I would, oh my God, I would fuck those ribs up. But yeah. I don't think that I would love those ribs the way that I love my, you know, you know, my wife. I think we can all agree that those giant ribs are the only plus of living in bedrock. Other yeah. than that, you have animals running your sink, your vacuum cleaner, your yeah. lamps. Oh, and also one thing that you forgot, Travis, is that there's fucking dinosaurs everywhere. Yeah. Including in your home. In your, in home. your home. You've got to like, push your car around with your fucking feet. And even if they don't bite you, the smell probably isn't great. That's something that people don't like think about when we watch the new Jurassic World trailer. It's like, oh, Chris Pratt, I love that guy. Oh, and he's running with some velociraptors. I bet that's fun. Yeah, but think about it. Those things probably smell like shit. Yeah, T Rex, T Rex with those arms, he's not cleaning himself. He does not have a good clean. His his from the tail to his tummy, that whole region is going to stink 
horrifically. Have you guys thought about the fact that like their cars are made out of fucking rocks? And so if yeah. you put like four uh, like adults into that car, that car probably weighs like five tons and you're pushing it with your feet. That's the worst. Yeah. I, now, I, that, you might as well walk at that point. Yeah. Like, forget about the dinosaurs. Can you talk about the fact that you're giving up your entire life to a world where like, they can't even treat disease. Yeah, they can't. It's like, yabba dabba, I have chicken pox, I'm gonna die. Goodbye, that's it. Uh, and now we all have chicken pox. Later. Oh, P.S., we all have chicken pox. What's never made um, explicitly clear is that on the show, Fred By the way, Christ hasn't come to Earth yet, so yeah. I'm going to go to hell. <laughs> cool. Where are the scenes where Fred's sacrificing something to their pagan god, Bale? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, and, right. And what they don't show is that on the show, Fred and Wilma and Barney, all of them are 12 because the life expectancy is like 15. Mm-hmm. Um, quick question before we... This is not applicable. Uh, <laughs> quick question. Is the world of Bedrock... Mm-hmm. Does anybody know where I'm going with this already? No. Is it part of the extended universe of the Dinosaurs television show? Ah. Uh, I cannot imagine that dinosaurs and humans were coexisting. At, in, in either, like, in the dinosaurs fiction, where they had become sentient and pla and flannel-wearing, yeah. I, I, I cannot imagine humans were also in the mix. I'm going to throw something else into the mix. You ready for this? Okay. this yeah, is, sure. This is, this is canon, because this is from the theme song. What if there was an episode, a deleted, lost episode, where Fred climbed out of the valley that they lived in to discover it was, like, the year 1998? Because oh, here's the thing, you guys. Oh, they're a me. modern... They're a modern Stone Age family. A modern oh, Stone Age family. So fuck they're living me. in this like valley of lost time. Right? Oh, but it's all shit. set now. That's how they have like record players. Like because they didn't have record players back then. The only way that would work is if that was modern day, they were just all living mm. like a, you know, a fucking village lifestyle where Damn. they were all with dinosaurs and everything. Think about it. I, Are you saying that if you zoomed out of yes, the Flintstones, that's what you would saying. see the modern world surrounding it? They've uh -huh. been in the bubble this whole time? And yeah, they're like further. in the middle of like Utah, like a Utah and a so like occasionally, desert. Occasionally, modern, people with modern technology like hover within range of the bubble, and they'd see it and try to replicate it out of a stone, and then they'd get like... What you don't see in every scene of the Flintstones, like for the record player, they use it and then they get furious because it doesn't work because it might as well be made out of Play-Doh because it's mm -hmm. rocks and they smash it on the ground, furious. Oh, Why what they, they don't show is bubble? it's like a Truman Show-like thing, right? Where they've been given this and it's like almost like when they make enclosures for like gorillas and they're like, we're going to try to replicate what their real lives would have been like. But like these people don't know what ancient times would have been like. So they're like, they would have like stone record players. That'd be crazy, uh, right? No. And they'd have like stone cars bam bam goes to the corner store to buy some rolling papers and he hands the cashier some clams and the cashier's like thanks and then bam bam leaves and the cashier's like wait these are clams why is this our currency like why why have we attached any value to clams what the fuck we eat these. but then he's dragged away he's dragged yeah. away by the producers and there's uh, a there's a finite amount of water in the bubble, of course, for sure. obviously. So they oh, all fuck. know they have about five years. Oh fuck, Utopia too, Flintstones, Utopia it's too. Back. What if they could do Utopia, but the people in Utopia don't know they're in Utopia? Fuck. Uh, uh, Fox, we could have saved that shit. So that's a definite no. Would not leave life behind for Bedrock. Sorry, Wilma. Sorry, Fred. We'll say though, if I get the opportunity to pop into Pokemon Town, bye. Bye, life. Mm -hmm. See you, Earth. 
Uh, where did Griffin go? I miss him. He's my husband. Where did he go? He's I don't been know. poke raptured. Let's turn on WB at 9 a.m. on Saturday. Wait a minute. There he is. Kicking <laughs> it with Charizard. Kicking it with Blastoise. The happiest he's ever been. <laughs> what a cruel joke. <laughs> that you can't? That I can't. I love you. I love the two of you very dearly. You're my brothers, and I love this podcast we do together. I think we're helping a lot of people and changing a lot of lives, and it's brought a tremendous amount of joy in my life. I would leave it forever to spend. I I would do it. I would jump into Pokemon World if if by jumping into Pokemon World, my human like fleshy body could only survive for a month. I would trade the rest of my life and all that entails here on Earth for one sweet month in Pallet Town. You buy you fucks. <laughs> you go skydiving. <laughs> Rocky Mountain climbing. You went two point seven seconds on a Hitmonchan. Um. Oh man, I would do it because I could knock out that. I could become the very best the like no one ever was in a month i think and then i would you know fade away no you're not gonna fade away you're gonna burn burn Climb bright the stage yeah at the i'll never the forget when the mysterious fleshy stranger rolled into town <laughs> he was <laughs> only with us for a month but he's three-dimensional his team was he, so well balanced though he was all squidgy eye, and, and fingernails <laughs> <laughs> and then he died which was a whole new concept for us and we were like, how do we bury this? What do we do with this now? We're going to have to form some sort of religion now just to deal is, with death. No one's he gonna, ever died before. Is he going to turn into a ghastly? <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, uh, Griffin's falling asleep. Do, 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 revive. 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 Let me take this kid to the Pokemon Center. I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know. We don't have human doctors. What if... What if in Pokemon World? Oh boy, this is the care, episode now. Isn't medical it? <laughs> medical care for Pokemon is free, but yeah. humans pay out the nose. For oh it. my god, it's crazy. Yeah. Obamacare only extends to, <laughs> to Pokemon. Okay, no, I think we, I think we, I think we got a good four and a half hours out of that. So let's, uh... brothers. How do I shake an acquaintance who wants to escalate things to the friendship level? There's a girl at my gym who often asks me to hang out. I'm a friendly gal, but I find her a little odd. And I'm just not interested in being friends, IRL. I've always made excuses and declined her invitations, but she keeps asking. I run into her a few times a week, and I'm running out of pretend stuff to do. Is there any way to give her a more permanent brush-off with minimal awkwardness? I can't. I've got a thing in Portland. Oh, man, that's tricky, isn't it? this is tough. Here is... is, uh, Okay, I will say that this situation that this person is in has not happened to me for like five years. So somewhere locked inside the codex that is my existence is the answer to this question. And we just have to... We just have to clue so it. Is it? Hold no, on, wait. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can crack the code. Is it because you just like stay in your house and play Destiny all day, and you never have? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that helps. I, I I think that this is one of those frustrating things about like everybody wants to think that like they'll get the hint, and by saying like, oh, you know, I can't. Oh, I got to do this thing, and you do that like ten times. It's like surely. Surely they know that like if I wanted to, I would have made this thing. Except that like people who ask you 10 times and you keep making excuses aren't those people aren't the people who get the hint and so i one of two ways you either need to say like listen my schedule's just really busy and i don't think that like i'm gonna have any free time in it like i'm working on this new project or whatever and i'm just gonna be booked up for like ever 
or can I, stop going to the gym. Can I bounce this idea off off you guys and just see how it sticks? Like, I I the older I get, the more I come to realize that one of the most important characteristics of a good friend. Not not the most important characteristic, right? You have to like get along on uh you know that that special level and you you know be genuinely interested in and care about each other. That's that's the most important thing. But but the older I get, like the more important it becomes uh, a, a trait for like a friend of mine to have is to just not be a complete fucking flake. Is is right. to like is to actually like want to do stuff want to mm-hmm. spend time with me want to like and and when we make plans like stick with them uh like a fair sort of trade-off between who comes up with the plans but like both of you getting excited about it and doing it like all of the friends that i have now are like that they're 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 really really good about that actually um but i i've definitely like shed some friends that didn't do that because it's i don't know it's like the it's the worst so I mean, this person wanting to spend time with you, I don't know. I think that seems like a, actually a pretty dope trait. And, well, and uh, if you if you're uncomfortable about it, about it, maybe you just need to get to know him better. This could be your this could be your. You, we could have like a, a Kirsten Co and Julie Cooper situation on our hands where you don't know that you're supposed to be best friends forever, but then four seasons later, there you are. I'm, but if I can counterpoint that, Griffin, like I would say that. What's funny about this is if you put it in a different context and put it in like a dating context and you went on like four or five dates with someone and like you just weren't interested in taking it to the next level or somebody was asking you out that you knew, it's way easier to say like, oh, no, I don't want to go out with this person because I'm not interested in them. But this has this has this situation has none of the baggage associated with what you just described. It's it's literally a person that you have had, you know, moderate exposure to saying, hey, you seem like a cool person. I'm going to come up with plans for stuff if you want to like. I don't know. I would. I would but go if you're not, drink it, with this person. And hang but if out. you're not friend attracted to him, like, why do it? Why like give him yeah. that false sense? Because of that's like, a, that's oh yeah, now we're buddies. Friend attracted is not a fucking thing. Like, I, I, I have friends, like dear, dear friends that I didn't like. I like the the first few times that we hung out. Like, I just didn't like get to know them. And I have I have really good friends that I sort of thought I was sort of uh, like characteristically opposed to because they're so different from the people I typically hang out with and then uh, you know I, I hung out with them a few times and not only did like we become very dear friends but I changed like my perception of what people I dig on like the people that I like to associate with completely changed because this person changed it like I I think the more you can sort of expose yourself to people like that the better your your life is gonna be well okay so I'll say this I think that going out for like a drink with this person benefits you in two ways one maybe Griffin's right maybe you do end up like oh you know what we'd only ever talked in like a gym setting in this weird like public setting yeah and it turns out that like I actually do like this or it puts you in the position that since you at least gave it a shot, it's way easier, especially on your conscious and conscience, to then say like, "Okay, um, I, I, you know, I'm really busy. I can't." And you don't have to come up with elaborate things because you already gave it a shot and it wasn't great and you didn't like it. Then yeah, like, why don't you just try it? Just try it. There, there. You're not. You're not. Uh, unless getting- she's a serial killer. Well, you're yeah, probably I mean, gonna be obviously, fine. Obviously, like if it's like a danger situation, then. You know what you're doing, but like I don't know. I I I I can't imagine myself ever being in a position where like I don't want to make any more friends. And and I don't know. I don't want to come off like on my high horse saying you should be friends with everyone. But I I definitely think it's like 
I, I think everybody's, you know, worth a shot. You should have a kid. Once well, you have a kid, whoa. you will be shocked at how quickly that mode switches to just like the plane is going down and you're throwing friends off like weighty cargo, just trying to keep some semblance of a social life afloat. Yeah. You you will be surprised how quickly that changes. Well, okay. Well, there you go. Trust Give me. it a shot. Give it a shot. What could it hurt? Uh, y'all want to know Yahoo? Uh, sure. Sure. I'll make it a quick one. So we yeah, can make get it to, a quick I'll make it a quick one so we can get to that money zone. Mm, my favorite part of the show. The that money tasty, part of it. tasty money zone. This one was sent in by, oh, game recognize that goddamn game again, Rachel Sperling. Thank you. It's by Yahoo Answers user Snuggly Duckling who asks, if you could recolor an animal, what would you recolor and to what color? Okay, hold on. Let okay, me give me one more time. If you could recolor an animal, and mm-hmm. uh, what would you recolor, and to what color? Uh, let me mm-hmm. hit you guys just because I know you're percolating. I've had some time to percolate already. Um, uh, I would probably. By the sh- way, uh, a quick bit of my brother, my brother made trivia. Okay. When one of us says, "Can you read it again?" Just so I can try to. That means we weren't listening. Correct. Oh. <laughs> I okay, was checking my say. Facebook messages. Oh, terrific! <laughs> they're well, they're pretty important. At least it was something like important, yeah, and not something like completely menial. That shit wouldn't wait. And meaningless. Um, I would do alligators, I think, because I've never mm-hmm. seen an alligator and been like, perfect. You know what I mean? Every time I, I see say- an alligator, it's like your shit looks like kind of modeled, and I'm not like super crazy about it. And and, and that goes okay, for like the, the stark the stark white ones with like the red eyes. Fuck that. What? Fuck those guys. What would I, you change it to? Um. Mm. What about like bright, like cherry red, like a hot, okay, like flaming? They're red. extinct, just like that. They're extinct. Why? They've lost their natural camouflage that they use in the swamps to hunt. They're bright and obvious. You just killed all the alligators. And what's killing cool. alligators? What? Hey, can I ask a question? Other than yeah. hippos, which, uh, as we all know, can swallow alligators whole. What's killing alligators? They're they con- die they're of fucking starvation. starving, Griffin. Because every Griffin? everything's like doo doo Oh, hey, there's a fucking bright red alligator over there. Hey, I'm just gonna move over here. Away. It's yeah, just, gonna just gonna have gonna... to work. Oh, it's just gonna have to work a little bit harder on it and honestly guys if we're being honest i think that um okay, reducing, so just, the, reducing just, the population of alligators um is, you know i think it's time that somebody took so them down a peg just to be clear yeah sure you want to thin the alligator herd to a smaller more refined crop of bright red super hunters yeah that's what you yeah you want <laughs> yeah you want the because real, that's, like, that's the core that of murderers you're out right. you're out you're out on the golf course in the keys right and and you see an alligator and your day's fucking ruined right uh, this this my solution is to reduce the alligator population by about 90 percent. so you're gonna have way less of those encounters but when you do encounter an alligator you're oh, dead yeah. Oh, that's one of Griffin's bright red super killer alligators. Mm-hmm. They're perfect hunters, and they will eat fucking anything. I'm so, okay, and for those people, I'm sorry. Yeah, I fucked you. I fucked you real good. I fucked you right in that gator's mouth is what I did. But if you improve things. But for the millions of lives that I helped by reducing the number of alligator sightings on the golf courses in the Keys, those people paid a lot of money for tea time. They are going to have themselves a really great day drinking their shandy out on the holes. And then one of, maybe one of them gets eaten by a super gator. But for those other people, a clean, uh, a very calm golfing session. And that's my gift to the world. You're welcome. You know what mine would be? What's that? Hmm. I would make all spiders really bright glow in the dark. Okay. So sort of the same principle a little bit? 
Yeah, because I fucking hate spiders, and I'd really yeah. like to know if they were on me where they are uh, in you the dark. Be- See, for me, ignorance is bliss vis-a-vis spiders. I, I, I know they're everywhere. I live in Texas. There are fucking scorpions here, and them and the spiders are just fighting constantly a secret war in my yard. I just, I would kind of not. I feel like if that happened, Travis, your room would be iridescent because there's spiders like secretly everywhere. Well, don't tell me that, Griffin, because I need to sleep again or I'll die. <laughs> yeah, if you don't sleep, you will die. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm just saying that uh, it would also make it hard to sleep if, you know, glow, glowing spiders everywhere would... But they wouldn't be everywhere because I would spend three days, three sleepless days murdering them. <laughs> yeah. All of them in the world or just sort of in your house? That's if that's what it took. Sure. Okay. Justin, you got any ideas? I'm not going to sit here and play God. Oh, no okay. You, you, think God, you think God got it in one? Absolutely. I mean, like, over time, these we've evolved a very fragile ecosystem. I think man's done enough damage there without me fucking making pandas green. You know? Like, I, I think... <laughs> I think that, that we've it's just fine. No, it's I think fine. I think we can all agree. I, I'm with Justin to a certain extent. I think uh, I think God got it right for a lot of animals. Pandas wouldn't change a thing actually. There, I think that, that that's optimal uh, optimal cuddliness. Uh, uh, a capybara, perfect. I'm I'm super into like the flavor that they're bringing. I'm just saying, like if if let's have fun with it, Justin. We're in the Imagisphere now. Okay, what about a, what if you change a ball eagle? Because it's already America's symbol, but oh, like, I see. it's a little boring. What if you change it to like jet black with like red neon eyes and Ooh. maybe like okay. some tracers like along its the bottom, like some neon and a couple of LEDs on its like around its. LEDs well, what about on there on on, on its under a few uh, so, woofers and tweeters and on its belly a bright yellow patch of feathers that looks like a dick, and when he flies <laughs> over, it's like ah, I got you, and everybody <laughs> salutes that dick. Everyone he saw it. it. That's America's dick. Man, Justin, I thought for sure you were going to say red, white, and blue. Nah. That's nah. like America's like whole color scheme. <laughs> yeah, that's like... But no, like, instead it, made, it sounds like you made it German colors. Red, <laughs> yellow, and black. <laughs> if it's red, white, and blue, you get it in front of a flag, and it's like, where did it go? Yeah. It's, well, that's, that's its natural its camouflage. camouflage. Yeah. It's camouflage that's, that's how it in haunts. front of American flags? Yeah, and it, it, it eats NASCAR patrons. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sacrifice we got to make to freedom. Listen. Listen, Phil, I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, I'm not doing any more NASCAR races in Florida. Places infested by, by super, uh, camouflage. Super, super gators and dick super, eagles. Super gators and dick eagles everywhere. <laughs> when was the last how- time you slept, Frank? I can't. The spiders. Yeah, there's glowing spiders everywhere. Okay, well, you're going to take a, a short sabbatical, Frank. <laughs> Super Gators, the Dick Eagles, they're everywhere. They would, of course, be natural enemies, right? I mean, I, Super Gator versus Dick Eagle this Friday on the Sci Fi Channel. Uh, this is actually a, it's a funny coincidence. Justin Travis and I all went to Huntington High School, the mascot of which was the Super Gator. And our rivals mm-hmm. at Cabell Midland, a bunch of Dick Eagles over there is what they <laughs> bunch were. Bunch of Dick Eagles. That Their mascot, mascot was, of that, course. Ooh, not a lot of people liked going to those games. Let's go. I got a text this morning from my dear friend Tommy Red. We met uh, the day before first grade started outside of his dad's house. And I got a text from Tommy this morning. My dear oldest friend in the world, Tommy Red. Well, not my oldest, because Eric, well, anyway. 
Uh, got a text from Tommy Red today that said, got back from Texas today to find my MeUndies arrived. These things are no joke. They have lived up to the hype and make my junk look amazing. And he's a big man. He's, he's, he's a, a big man. He's 12 and a half feet and tall. And girth-wise. He's got a giant penis. He's huge. And But wow. Tommy, Tommy Red says that uh, MeUndies are no joke, and I'm here to tell you that they are super, super great. The best underwear you will ever wear are me undies. They are, uh, this. that's all they do. That's what they're dedicated to. They want comfortable underwear that fit great, don't ride up on you, and literally pull moisture away from your skin so you're cool all day long. This I, morning I woke up, all my me undies were dirty. I put on some, uh, uh, let's just call them off-brand underwear. I The first thing I did as soon as I uh, uh, hoisted the waistband up around my navel, I vomited onto the ground. Because <laughs> I hated the sensation so much. It was so displeasurable to yeah, me. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Miserable, miserable. Uh, yes. You know, I'm. I'm going to say this. I think they would make excellent Valentine's Day presents. Oh, for sure. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I guess it's tantamount to sort of like uh, get, getting somebody lingerie that you yourself are, is going to wear. You, mm-hmm. you get some meundies. This is this is functional, practical lingerie, all day lingerie for whatever genitals you're, you're bringing to the table. It's the lingerie that says, this is actually for you. This isn't like for me to enjoy on you. This is yeah. for you. You're welcome. This is, well, it's for both of you because you're going to look better. This is for better. you and your genitals. You're going to feel better. You're going to smell better. I don't want to yeah. get, I don't want to get, you know, blue, but there, are, there's an odor problem. If you were to buy underwear of this quality, normally they would cost you twice as much as they cost you at MeUndies. But they're not going to do that. They've got no middleman, so that's more savings for you. But get this. They're going to get even cheaper, okay? Go to MeUndies.com slash my brother, and you're going to get 20% off your first order and free shipping. And you can save even more when you buy a pack of them. Um, So there. I recently went through my underwear drawer and there was a great reckoning, mostly socks related, because my sock game, guys, not on point. I had socks that I've had since college, and they're not, they're, they're. That's a true mark of maturity when you look at a, a, a grimy, whole plagued sock and you think, oh, yeah. I don't have to wear this. These were socks in name only. Um, they, they, they were more like sort of, uh, uh like craft materials at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a there was a reckoning, there was a purge, and now I have freed up more space to fill with beautiful, functional, practical, dare I say, sexy, me undies. Say it. Se- they're sexy, sexy, sexy. Twenty percent um, off. Go to my meundies.com/slash my brother. Listen, folks, Valentine's Day is next week, and that means one thing. Or if Time you're listening to-, to this in March, Valentine's Day was three weeks ago, and you missed it. Yeah. Or it's, if you're listening to this in 2028. Um, Valentine's Day was a fixed point in time, okay? <laughs> At some point, coming up soon now as we record this, and that means one thing. It's time to bulk up the fiction of your secret Canadian girlfriend or boyfriend. Okay. How uh, do we- Pete, you've been telling him about this uh, <laughs> this man or woman for uh, quite some time. All your coworkers don't believe they exist. Well, now's the time to, uh, really, to really support it with some evidence. Have you listened to Serial? Mm-hmm. That's good. what this is about, right? So listen, you're gonna. How are you gonna do that? Well, you're gonna get a hundred blooms of love with a free glass vase for just nineteen ninety nine. You can help bulk up the fiction of your uh, secret Canadian boyfriend or girlfriend. Oh, that Mike, you swear exists. Mike Myers got me those. We're dating. Oh, Mike, 
Yeah, uh, uh, these are from did uh, you, Colby Smolders. Did you even see Love Guru? Because that man in that movie, dude, do you got even guru? Dude, do you guru at all? That movie Look was you. great. You can add gourmet chocolates and a stuffed bear for just nine ninety nine. Do you realize what, what a deal? I mean, in all seriousness, that's a deal. The, the fla- listen, the flowers definitely. The stuffed bear, great. When you get home to that cold, lonely apartment, and the fiction dissolves around you like so much cotton candy. Uh, a fiction that even you a, bought into. It was a so fiction convincing. That you yourself bought into. Yeah, Mike Myers would love me. <laughs> You're gonna need those chocolates. You're gonna say $9.99 well spent. And then you'll realize that Mike Myers doesn't love you or anyone. As you watch Shrek 3 and jerk off into a hat. (laughs) Your Mike Myers hat that folds up the brim and it's like a a fold up pop out of Wayne's World. (laughs) How's our advertisement? These are some weird bullet points. (laughs) Finally. We're just reading what's written here. (laughs) This is just a word for word. (laughs) Jerk, let me see. Let me see. Uh, Imagine a Canadian boyfriend. Yeah, jerk off into a hat. Yeah, guys, we're good. Uh, You want to move on? (laughs) Yeah, we're so good. Here's how you get it, though. Listen, you're going to go to proflowers.com and you're going to use the code MYBROTHER. There's a blue microphone when you go to proflowers.com. There's a blue microphone in the top right corner. You're going to click on that and type in my brother. We guarantee and- you're going to feel like an all-star <laughs> as you look at these flowers and jerk off into your Shrek hat. <laughs> they, arrive, deal, they arrive fresh and they are guaranteed the last seven days or more. And they do. They're amazing. They do. I, I'll joking aside, we actually have some in our house now from Pro Flowers, and it's like, I don't know. It's the most beautiful flowers I've ever had in a home that I owned. Uh, they're just, I mean, even if you don't want to, you know, do it as a romantic gesture, they are just sort of nice to have around. I didn't think I was a plants guy, but I, I'm, I am genuinely enjoying this flora. Go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone, and type in my brother. Have you guys heard about Comingle.io. Let's assume I, that I have not, and you tell me about it because that's okay. what they paid for. Let me tell you about it, Travis. Holy okay. it, shit on a race. I want to tell you about their flagship product, mm-hmm. the mod. Okay. The mod is. Is it like a video I, game? I feel so lucky. I feel like I need to refund these people's money and pay them more money. To to sit, they me. have given us the gift of these wonderful words you're about to hear. I'm just going to read this for bucking Vadim, okay? okay? Did you say verbucking Vadim? Ver, 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 ver. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> oh, man, okay. Verbatim, okay. Listen, Did someone reset Justin? The mod is a, get, let me get Bocephus in here. He can handle nope, this. No, uh, no, I don't want to hear Bocephus. The mod is a multi-vibrating, open source dildo platform. Um. Yes. It's powerful, pure mm-hmm. body, safe silicone, gender neutral, and you can control it with any kind of sensor you want. For instance, squeezing, thrusting motions, music, cameras, paddles, mm-hmm. Geiger counters, Whoa. head massagers, breathing, and your pulse. I would uh, suggest a an EMF ghost detector. <gasps> great, a great idea. Oh. I'm actually gonna Those stick with the, the inputs. I'm gonna stick with the Geiger counter just because I just want to make sure everything's real safe up there. Can you uh, set it like an alarm to wake you up in the morning? 
that you can let your toy react to a sexy situation with you or your partner. What about that talk boy that you bought when Home Alone 2 came out and now it controls a dildo? Can you set Bop. it that like it reacts to everybody loves Raymond in some way? Uh-huh. Yes. Bop it. Twist it. Ram jam it right up in it. Now twist it. Is the pizza here yet? Oh, there's the doorbell. It's here. Whoa. Oh, hold on. Whoa, I got my Domino's. Here. I got my I Domino's. I didn't hear pizza. anything. No, my, it's probably here. Got my Domino's pizza tracker synced up with my dildo. Just waiting for it to go to quality check. And ah, uh, thank you, Derek. <laughs> thank you, Mike Myers. When that garage door opens, so do I. Yeah. Oh, man, what a wonderful product, the mod. What a fucking the best product ever. At commingle.io. So go visit commingle.io, and you can contribute to their Indiegogo campaign and purchase your own mod dildo while supplies last. Now, it says mod dildo, but that's a multi-vibrating open source dildo dildo, and I don't think that's what we... So the, <laughs> the, the mod is mm-hmm. the name of the dildo. Yeah, the mod. Yeah, whenever the anybody mod. says the word mod from now on, I'll just think it's a... Open source dildo platform. I got a message for Corey, and it's from Andrew. Is it Corey, uh, or because it's they phonetically spelled it Corey? Corey. Okay, I got a okay. I got a message for Corey from Andrew. There's an exclamation point at the end. Hi and hello, it's me, Andrew. It's been a delightful year getting to know you and Young Cooper over whiskey tea, sleepy music, and cat puzzles. Here's to another like real humans smooches. I love you a whole bunch. Happy anniversary from this lightning horse and the three brothers to the sweetest cloud banger he could ask for, pear syrup. Guys. Guys, stop with the coded messages. Just whatever happened to... to Predictability. I know. The milkman. The 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 paper boy. boy. Yeah. Yeah. I loved... Step by step. Are, Um, Are cat puzzles when cats are wrapped around each other and you have to figure out a way to get them untangled? Yeah, I love doing those at Cracker Barrel when mm-hmm. you're waiting for your table to open up. And I if you're left with like, three cats, you're an Egnu Ramus. Mm-hmm. I think it's when a cat traps you. I think Egnu Ramus. <laughs> I think it's Adorable. when a cat traps you in a deadly game, mm-hmm. and you have to like prove how how much you want to be alive by grievously injuring yourself. Yeah, like <laughs> Doctor Claw used to do to Inspector Gadget. That's a fucked up show. It was a fucked up show. He was a giant cat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy anniversary. I, yeah. So happy anniversary, Cody? I always thought that, that Dr. Claw was like just a bunch of cats in a person's suit. Oh, we can talk Mike. about it off mic. Hey, everybody. I'm Emily. And I'm Lisa. We co-host Baby Geniuses every other Monday on Maximum Fun. We interview comedians, musicians, cartoonists, circus clowns, and experts in the field of... Vacations, the afterlife, cool recipes, self-improvement, fashion, candy, beach boys, girls, turtles, twists, women dating, fitness, presidents, air removal, conflict resolution, Santa meditation, babies, modern dinosaurs, fully in crop circles, the Beatles, middle-aged men, experts, teens, life hacking, rhyming, baby talk, personal organization, the named extra, Frasier, extreme eating, groceries, being a best friend, movement, jam, art education, America's Funniest Home Videos, stockbroking, spooky stories, genealogy, riddles, Pinterest, IT, magic, revenge, mothering, dogs, ayahuasca, Hollywood legends, street racing, fitting in, celebrity sex, the occult, personal training, the ocean, Dennis the Menace, modern poetry, sugar gliders, Jimmy Buffett, Franks, The Tonight Show with Gun, Johnny Carson, Mountain Dew, Theme Park Safety, Dinner, bu- dinner Parties, Butterflies, Raccoons, Pasta Shapes, and Bob Dylan. Join us every other Monday! Yay! My girlfriend's cat is getting old. That's really the next question, so here it is. My girlfriend's cat is getting old, and recently she's decided to make my girlfriend's bed her home. This has greatly impacted our lovemaking. Oh, great. The cat does not enjoy being moved from her bed, and she scratches at the door if we do. This is distracting during the act and damaging the door. Should we accept that we will have an audience going forward or is there another solution? This is from Joey. 
Joey. I, Joey. Nice. Joe, Shut hey, up, Joey? Kat. <laughs> nice. No, Joey, you're doing great. <laughs> Joey, I'm just sitting over here really appreciating what you're doing. Cat, please stop. Cat, would you please just hey, be cool? Hey, socks, would you mind keeping it down for like a minute? No, I'm just nice. saying that you're doing great. You're doing great. I don't know how humans do it, but you seem to be crushing it. <laughs> Good moves, Joey. Can she I seems say, to be enjoying it as well. This is like uh, the like an amazing rarity for our show. I actually have. Oh, I don't fucking, need to. I don't want to hear like your sex stories. No, no, not a sex thing. Uh, uh, just an, another Justin uh, sex capade. <laughs> uh, I have so many to tell about, but this is not one of those. Uh, we had a problem where the cats would always want to get into our room while we were asleep, but I don't like to uh, them rolling around in there because I'm a very light sleeper. So here is the actual solution that we have been using for years, and it actually works like a charm. I bought a baby gate, and I, I lean it up against the door. When we go to sleep, I put the baby gate in front of the door to our bedroom, and they can't claw out the door. It's amazing, and it's a brilliant solution to your yeah. problem. If, Congratulations, if, it's been fixed. Assuming your cat it weighs 65 pounds and can't negotiate a baby <laughs> gate. No, it doesn't work out. Amelia doesn't uh, do it either. She, we're, we're, we're in the clear. You put the baby gate up, the cat's not going to scratch the door. You can sleep. You can Don't sleep. I mean, make love, and then when you get older, sleep. Uh, no matter what you oh want to do. Oh, my God, make love, make love, make love. You have to do it as much as you can right make now because pretty soon yeah. – um. Yeah, that Cecil won't do that. C- Cecil learned how to scream. Motherfucker, don't meow anymore. He just yells. Hey, that's him outside the door. Hey, <laughs> I want to watch your love making. Hey, wait out of there. Hey, I hate. I hate. I love him, but but boy howdy. Um, <laughs> but boo boo nanny. He makes a boo boo nanny like all the time, scratching at the door, and I'm trying to make nanny boo boo in the bedroom. <laughs> Don't get those twisted. Oh my god, no. I mean sometimes you can make a boo-boo nanny while you're making a nanny boo-boo. If, if but you know do not saying. make nanny boo-boo while you're making a boo-boo nanny. No, holy shit. How would you even do that? I don't even know. <laughs> so are you are you slipping and falling and having an accident on this Well, we're sexing. Um Do you guys want Yahoo? Sure. Yeah. This Yahoo was sent in by level five thousand uh Yah Drew Shaman. Drew Davenport, thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Charissa Lozano, mm-hmm. um, who asks, is it weird that I'm attracted to Transformers? Yes. Uh, okay, uh, I recently watched Transformers. <laughs> Next question. I recently watched Transformers 4, and I started to notice that I find Prime, the enemy, I don't know what he's called, and uh, especially Bumblebee attractive, even though they are like machines and not ever real, but I just find them sexy. I feel like it's weird, but I can't help it. Bumblebee is hot to me. Bumblebee is hot to me. Listen, I like to be cool with a lot of stuff. Um, and this is no exception. Thank you, Travis. You're no right. It's, it's Correct, time to... Travis. You know, there's. Uh, here's my question. It's not is objective this... sexuality if they can move around and talk and shit. Is that what that's, you're going to Okay, that's what... Well, yeah, okay. it's not. Are you attracted to them when they're in car form? Because that's object sexuality... If you're attracted to them in robot form, that's a whole other thing. I don't right? know that. I, I don't. I don't know that that's accurate, Justin. Because no, because they're they're sentient. Who is the car boy? Who, when he eats spicy food, he turns into a car? Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Hot yeah. Rod. If you if you fuck Hot Rod's Hot Rod while he's a Hot Rod, is that objective sexuality, or are you having sex with the 
I think it it's was, a man in the car. It was not Hot Rod. It was Turbo Teen, Travis. Turbo Teen. I, I don't asshole. know. You're the one who knows about the show. I just answered yeah, but first. Then why didn't you? Why did you answer wrongly for him? Because I like to buzz in, Griffin. I know you do. That's why you have negative eighty six thousand Jeopardy dollars. But I'll get uh, that. I've been keeping a running total uh, for as long as we've been doing the show. Turbo Teen, you fuck him in the car for him. I think you just had man sex. Mm-hmm. It, this this whole question would be way less weird to me if uh, okay, imagine we lived in a world in which there really were transformers and people were attracted to them and they were like a real life thing that you could like walk out on the street and see. Okay, but like they're CGI in a movie. That's weird. That's weird to me. Bumblebee can't even. Bumblebee's the one that doesn't talk, right? Uh, yeah, Bumblebee has the radio. Bumblebee just has the radio, radio, right? He doesn't talk. So, like, the one that you want to fuck the most is the one that is still a special magic robot that can transform into a big robot or into a car, but doesn't have the fucking personality of, like, a sentient thing. It's just a, it's a, you're, 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 you're fucking Spotify at that point. You're fucking Robo Spotify. Fellow Max Fun Podcast, the Flophouse, just did, um, did, uh, Transformers Age of Extinction, which is an excellent episode. And in it, they make an excellent point, which is that there are robots, there are transformers that like have weird chain beards, and I'm like, and it's like, wait, hold on, you can choose whatever form you turn into. Like this is, I don't think that's 100 percent true, though. You don't think so? Like that they can't like uh, because they choose what what vehicle they're going to turn into, right? I don't know that they're. I think it's just whatever vehicle is closest when they're they they reach Earth and interact with the Allspark, right? Oh God! Um, Immediately after arriving in New World in its transition form, mm-hmm. a transformer begins trans scanning to choose and generate a new exostructure slash disguise appropriate to both its size slash body mass and mm-hmm. its new locale. That's so it's fucked tr- up though. So a transition form of a transformer is really basically. It's almost like a comet. It's like a protoform stage transformer right. that uh, is is engineered for travel. So once it lands on Earth, it finds a new exostructure slash disguise appropriate uh, to both its size slash body mass and its new locale. I don't know why if you could choose to be like when you land on Earth, if you could choose to be like a Pontiac or maybe an Eagle or a fucking like, 1970 AMC Gremlin. Like fuck, yeah. I, like, now I'm I don't a think Gremlin. Get- I'm a fucking Yugo. Awesome. <laughs> I don't think you get hung up on like, I think you have bigger fish to fry than gender roles. It's, like, I don't think you need to worry about it. I'm sorry, Justin. I hate to throw a, a wrench into the works, if you will. But Bumblebee does change his car shape in the first movie because he's an old beat up uh, car. And it's like, oh, there's a nicer the movies car. Are not and he scans it. There is a lot of evidence to suggest that they're quickly able to adopt new forms. So how permanent a trans scans alternate form becomes as well as how easily a transformer can scan and adopt a new one. Like, why is Barry still right, a fucking debate? Why is Barry still a fucking dog? Dart. Now, okay, now I do have to say, if you want to get into the novels, like if you get the prequel novel Ghost uh-huh. of Yesterday, no, Bumblebee transforms okay, okay, okay. like really fast. But is anybody, is Starscream. any humans fucking Bumblebee is the question. We have gotten so wildly spun out into they this also, whole universe. On, on the Flophouse, they also um, theorize, when I really enjoyed, that when a human is driving one of the cars, the Transformers in car form, since they, they are it. self-propelled and do not need a person, that they're basically, the steering wheel is like their clitoris. And they get huge sexual. They get Man, huge hey, sexual pleasure. You know what, guys? Just go listen to that one. Just, yeah. just, just, just It's way better than of, us. Yeah. I think I would want to fuck Vibrato. <laughs> Vibrato, the modular dildo bot. Uh huh. 
Well, that's weird. Do a lot as far as like fighting evil, but yeah, the rest of us turn into cars, vibrato, and you turn into a (laughs) modular, top of the line, fully modern, fully Wi-Fi, gender neutral. You turn into a gender neutral, body safe silicone Wi-Fi dildo. How did you? I didn't even know we could do that. Yeah, I just believed in myself. I guess I came down and I landed next to a top of the line modern. I guess I just had faith in myself and I I knew I could do it. Modern space dildo. While I was in my transition phase, I trans scanned it and said that looks pretty tight. So yeah, now I turn into a dildo. But like you're way bigger than the dildo. So like when you transform, like a lot of your stuff shrinks down. Yeah, I had to cut off my arms. I'm telling you, I don't understand the technology of it. I just sort of compact down and I become. This new space age super dildo, and it's now, Autobots listen, I, roll out. Uh, wait, hold on. Has anyone seen Vibrato? He hasn't been around. Like, has God, he transformed I, back in a while? I, I love this modular dildo I just bought, but goddamn, I wish it could turn into a two-story tall robot while I have it <laughs> plugged deep in my ass. Oh God, here it comes! <laughs> I'm dead now, of course. But <laughs> here I do too. I'm dead. I'm dead now, of course. But wow, that was the ultimate orgasm. <laughs> My body was my body was torn asunder, but as it rained down, it was orgasming. So now, listen, guys, I just want to make something real clear. I'm not going to get into the whole war with the Decepticons <laughs> and the whatever. I'm not choosing side. Autobots, roll out. Nah, you know, I can't, really, I can't really roll. I guess if you put me on like a steep enough hill and I'm in, you know, the proper modular phase, uh, I, 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 I will roll. No, just turn like, back into a robot, Vibrato. No, uh, I'm actually kind of cool as yeah. is. I'm kind of getting like ram jammed on the regs. So like, I'm actually pretty cool with it. But thank you. Good luck being a fire truck and stuff or whatever it is you guys do out there. Yeah, and there is a scene the, uh, in the first movie where um, Bumblebee pees onto John Turturro, so that would indicate that they do have some kind of uh, uh, genitalia <laughs> setup. John Turturro robot water sports. That's the best Google search string I think I've ever conceived. That's somebody's fetish. You see that and it turns you on. You're like, oh no! I can oh, only shit. finish on a two-story robot urinates on John Turturro, and it's got to be different every time. Oh, there is not going to be. A, and then you get on the internet, you're like, oh, thank goodness! There's literally infinite web pages devoted to exactly this. You go to Fantastic. his IMDb page. Does a robot piss on John Turturro in Barton Fink? No, God. You might Damn. like Barton Fink. You might like, and then it just lists the ten other John Turturro movies in which he gets urinated by. A two-story robot, rounders, fading gigolo, fading gigolo? maybe Mr. Deeds. <laughs> he doesn't urinate it on Mr. Deeds, but it's more of like a metaphysical urination. I think in, I think in Adam Sandler's like movie-making contract, it's a it's a law that a robot has to pee on someone, <laughs> and if a robot's gonna pee on someone in your movie, you might as well get the best. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, this has been our podcast. We went an hour, and I was like, we're not going to get a title for this episode. And then John Turturro Robot Water Sports (laughs) popped up, and it was like, hey, hey, everything's going to be all right. I'm here. I'm here now. (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening to our show. Uh, So we still, uh, in case you missed this news, uh, uh, we have expanded the venue for our upcoming uh, live show in Chicago on April 5th, right? April 5th, yeah. Uh, on April 5th, uh, we are in the uh, Athenium Theater. Um, there are some tickets still available for that. We sold a ton. Thank you, Chicago. It's already going to be our biggest show ever. So thank you I'm a barf. so much. I'm thinking about now, and I'm a barf. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. If you want to get tickets to that, it's bit.ly forward slash Chicago. Uh, and 
Uh, we have tickets to our Milwaukee show, too. That's selling out fast. I think it's about 80% gone. So if you've been waiting to get tickets, make sure you get them real quick. Uh, and that's What is that, Trav? What's the address? I want to say that that's uh, bit.ly forward slash M-B-M-B-A-M-M-I-L. That's right. Okay, cool. Um, we have live shows coming up. We have two live shows this weekend, one in uh, L.A., uh, one in San Francisco. We're very, very excited to see all of our California buddies again. Send in your questions, please, and send in your yahoos. Um, we, we're getting a lot because we're doing two shows back to back. If I could take, can I take a minute, you guys? Sure. I, do you mind if I have a minute here? Because uh, it's time for the the annual Mabim Bam. Maybe, maybe check those yahoos before you send them in announcement. The courtesy announcement in which I annually uh, just ask people to keep those yahoos um, civil a little bit. Um, that maybe if you have like a really great one about like incest, maybe you go ahead and keep that one in the garbage where it belongs. Maybe if you have one about like tricking somebody into eating period blood, maybe you just put that one right back in the garbage and then you burn that garbage forever. It was a pretty, uh, it was a pretty rowdy week in the inbox. A lot of really uh, upsetting stuff that I, 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 I was exposed to, and am now a different and one would say worse person just sort of across the board. Thank you all for sending in those yahoos. I know it takes time to dig for them, but just like if while you're digging you hit an incest turd, don't touch it. Leave it there. Or, or tell like a, a waste management management professional about yeah, it. I, do, uh, um, I also want you to know. I'm just gonna real quick. I'm putting a moratorium for the yeah, time being on Piggyback on how do I deal with uh, terrible coworker questions because um, we have done a ton of those and we get a ton of them a lot. I understand that coworkers are terrible, but just know that if you submit those questions, it's probably going to be a while before one of them makes it on the show. Um, if you've listened to the show in like previous episodes and you hear a question similar to the question you want to ask uh, within like the last 40 episodes, chances are it'll probably not make it on the show. We We love really unique and like specific questions to your situation, so those kinds of things usually have a better shot. We've been in this fucking game for like twelve years now, so yeah. there's not a lot of ground we haven't uncovered. And that's not that's not us chastising, by the way. I mean, it's no skin off our nose. Yeah, we, we just want to get as many people uh, to get shows on the questions on the show as as humanly possible. Uh, I want to thank Me Undies for supporting our podcast. Go to meundies.com/slash my brother, and you're going to get twenty percent off your first order. And uh, right now you get free shipping, so that's that's a deal. Um, oh, and one more thing about sending questions. It's probably none of you, but. Sending questions to mbmbam at gmail.com is like the worst way to get a hold of Jesse Thorne. We get a lot of questions. They're like, hey, Jesse, we don't like, he doesn't check those. He doesn't work for us. So, uh, And you should also send those to mbmbam at maximumfun.org. What's maximumfun.org, you ask? Well, that's a podcast family. Uh, with with a lot of great shows. We talked about the Flophouse this week. Uh, we've got our uh, D&D Family Fantasy Adventure Epic with our dad, The Adventure Zone, a uh, medical history podcast called Sawbones that I do with my wife, Sydney, who's a, a physician. And then Travis does a show called Bunker Buddies with his buddy, Andy, and they talk about uh, disaster scenarios and how you can survive them. There's a lot of non-macro-related programming there, too, like uh, uh, Jordan, Jesse, Go, and Bullseye, a great pop culture show you should be listening to. Judge John Hodgman, with our friend uh, 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 John Hodgman. John Hodgman. Yeah, it's kind of like right name. there. And a lot of people wonder how do you get to the maximum? How do you get to maximumfun.org? Well, you just go to booboonanny.com. 
Did you fucking lead you? You are to... going. You have a child that you have to support financially. You have to stop spending all your goddamn money on jokey joke web domains that redirect to maximum to Mabimbam. But don't stop doing it because I love it and it's my favorite thing about you. Just uh, okay. I just want to make sure that you do in fact love it. You can also access that through fartpatrol.com or mysmoothface.com. Oh my god, you did boo boo nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to go. Can I tell you something though? By is registering Boo by registering nanny.com. And and by registering Boo Boo Nanny, Justin, can I say something? What? That was not a Boo Boo Nanny. Yeah, thanks. That was a sound decision. Once that phrase has, has uh fully seeded this earth, uh I, I can't wait to hear like how it is translated into different languages. That's going to be very exciting for me as its progenitor. Uh I think that that web domain is just going to sort of skyrocket. You can also follow us on Twitter at MBMBAM, at uh, The Zonecast is our Adventure Zone Twitter, um, at Travis McElroy, at Griffin McElroy, at Justin McElroy. Uh, Subscribe to our videos on YouTube. We put up, um, along with like easily shareable, just little two to five minute um, video clips. Uh, We also put up some really, really great animated shorts by Tyler Crowley that are just amazing. Um, and then you can also rate and review us on iTunes. It helps bump us up the iTunes charts and kind of gets us a l- just a little bit more attention from people who only listen to the top 10. You know who you are. If you get a second, it would be huge. If you could do us this one last favor, I know that we've been gone on for a while, but please go to podcastawards.com and vote for uh, us in the comedy category, Sawbones in the health category, Bunker Buddies in the education category, and the Adventure Zone in uh, the uh, gaming category and then vote for, uh, God, you could put in tons of other great shows. Throwing Shade for GLBT, Mm -hmm. it should win. Like, don't be silly. Uh, uh, Pop Rocket or Bullseye for culture and arts. There's there's lots of places they could fit. You could throw in Flophouse for entertainment. Yeah, there's a really important one. Movies and films, the really important one. Is is that you uh, that you vote for us? That's the, like the super important thing. But um, uh, please go do that. Please do that. And thanks, thanks to John Roderick and the Long Witchers for use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album "Putting the Days to Bed," which I assume everybody owns because we've told you to do that like 150 times now. Well, what, uh, what are you? And also, thank you to you for listening. Yeah, thank you. You you guys are the best. Um, uh, finally, that's Yahoo. gonna do it for us. Finally, Yahoo. Here this comes. one was sent in by Game Organized Game. Rachel Sperling, thank you, Rachel. Whoa, you fucking killed it with the hat trick. It's another football term. Thank you, Rachel. It's by Yahoo Answers user I, who asks, what animal is Sonic the Hedgehog? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. Are you ready for some football? Get your dad's gremlin. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. The federal government has millions of dollars in programs and opportunities that you need to seize today. You're a taxpayer, right? Well, then you've got it coming. Thanks to Uncle Sam. 
you can get grant programs for veterans, postage stamps that'll ensure your mail gets there in a timely fashion, fruit for you and your family, child care for your children that turns them into super soldiers, get a million dollars to open your own lake, useful power tools that are easy on your soft, delicate hands, your own personal radioactive brick, more sexual attention from everyone at the used bookstore, greyhound tickets, soft, gentle kisses from TV's John Goodman, a real narwhal, athletic socks filled with stew a valuable pamphlet on millet your father's approval don't wait right now for all of this and more drop us a line jordan jesse go 123 itunes street or wherever you download podcasts